Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, welcome back to another show. Today, I'm so excited to be back with you. Another amazing guest and conversation. And today, we're going to talk about how to run our businesses in the modern world where everything feels like it's always changing and in motion. So who else uh, better than my uh, guest today, which is also a native uh, <clears throat> Brooklyniter, I guess I could call her, uh, that is <laughs> out of Brooklyn here together, Jamie uh, Saraswati, to talk to kind of just share some information around this very important topic. And also looking forward to kind of getting to know her better and also the amazing work she's doing out there in the world. So Jeannie, thank you so much for coming on our show. Looking forward to learning more about you and uh, looking forward to your insight around this very important topic today. Thank you, Alona. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I think from my accent, people will be like, Alona just lied to me. She doesn't sound like she's from Brooklyn. Um, my accent is from Australia, um, and I my looks are from a little bit further out in Sri Lanka, but I do um, work out of Brooklyn, New York, so that's that's the reference to the Brooklynite. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, that's what makes us different, right? And I always mention all the, all the pieces of our different journeys because I, I really believe that that is who makes that makes us the people that we are today, the way we talk about the world, you know, it shapes our character, our values, our personalities. So just embracing it, it's all a big life journey anyway for all of us. So that's kind of how we get to relate to one another as well. So I love that, that we have that, you know, commonality there. But Jeannie, before we dive into today's topic and explore some of the, uh, your perspective on, um, on really growing a business in today's world, that's always it feels like there's a new thing always around the corner. As soon as you wake up, I don't think, you know, um, there's never a dull moment, 24 hours, and there's always like a new platform, someone else coming, you know, yeah. into the sphere, marketplace shifts, changes, technology, and all of that. Uh, what got you into the work that you're doing today? Can you share a few of the most meaningful moments of your journey that you feel created a great impact to be able to position you today with what you're doing and the message that you'd like to share with the world? Sure. So I, I think like some entrepreneurial journeys, it was purely accidental. I didn't intend on uh, becoming an entrepreneur. I certainly didn't go to business school. However, I do feel a lot of the, one of the businesses that I started before the current one that I had now, it very much was like going into a business degree, learning from my mistakes, really. I think um, even though I didn't pay a lot of money for a business degree, I definitely did pay a lot of money and energy to learn the lessons that I did from running a business that didn't do as well as I, I hoped it would. Um, but how I got into the media production space was basically I was I hosted a morning radio show in Australia on an FM radio station. And I was doing that for 10 years on and off. And it was in a time of my life, I was in my 20s, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do right? Because when you're in your 20s, you're, you're studying, you're, you're doing your first full-time job, you're trying to figure out what your career path looks like. 
And I had many different day jobs, but the one thing that was consistent was I constantly created content in audio format on a radio show and I made connections and meaningful relationships. So that part stuck and how it manifested to what it is now is that I now produce, um, we produce over 80 podcasts for clients, Fortune 500 companies, small to medium entrepreneurs. And we, uh, I have a team around the world, 27 people um, under Jimmy Media. So it all manifested into this moment. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, when everything kind of clicks and all the cogs start turning, that's mm -hmm. kind of where I ended up now, where all these events led to here. And I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. It's crazy how all the dots eventually connect, right? Even though sometimes you feel like you're working in a million directions. I also have learned that that process of madness to stay patient with that and to stay curious mm -hmm. and intentional and work on my awareness and all of those pieces to kind of start catching that because somehow it all connects. Like people, I get the same, you know, reaction uh, when people talk to me. It's like, how did you do all of this? I'm like, it's all natural process of just connecting dots and staying open in the journey of, learning, growing, and evolving as a human. And our business usually comes alongside with that. So yeah, you're just another testament that that's, uh, you know, you also have a common experience with that. Well, thank you so much also for sharing that and reminding me of my first failed venture, which was my first company called Unfulfilled Employees. I had no idea how to even grow a business at that level as well. But just these are the moments, right? Nothing is ever wasted. Exactly. These are the moments in our journey, as long as you don't quit and you have that calling and you keep persisting and, you know, you listen to all those different things around you then you just, maybe that's a stepping stone to something else, right? So, because some people just get discouraged if something doesn't go their way. But I think most entrepreneurs have a story of failure, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some yeah. in our journey, we just kind of just never settled and, and never accepted that. And we just learned from it and moved on. And we do this every day. And it's just a skill that you learn as an entrepreneur overall. I love that, Jeannie. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful journey with us. And um, let's dive into the topic. So how to run a business in today's modern world, especially as a woman, what do you feel the most compelled to share or to start off with? I think what you just connected with me there, Alona, about the fact that, you know, you and I come from a background of failed businesses, right? Or businesses that didn't go the way that we hoped. One thing that I have observed in um, particularly with entrepreneurs who identify as female is the when because opportunities feel so limited to us, we feel that when we do have an opportunity that, you know, that's it, like that's the that's the end of the experience. But what I would encourage people to do, like when you start a business is like to be kinder to yourself, like you're already going to be feeling lots of criticism, lots of critiquing, you know, lots of different opinions already on your shoulders, whether you hear them or not, you feel them to some extent. But I do encourage everybody, like when you're running a business in this modern world that is forever changing, there's new things to adjust to. You know, decision dilemma has been one of the things that leaders face so um, prevalently nowadays because, you know, with everything that we've gone through in the last five years, it's a lot. And I think let's start there. It is a lot. So to navigate that when you feel like you have limited opportunity as a woman, it can feel like a lot. So what I would encourage, um, what I would like to share is just a few few tips. The first thing is be kind to yourself. And as woo-woo as that sounds or as like flaky or like aloof as it sounds, that is truly important because it takes courage to put your neck out and be like, hey, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to 
fall on my own sword when it comes to making money to give myself a sustainable and fulfilling life. The second thing I'd like to share is have a process where you pause and evaluate. The other thing in this modern world that we have is we have access to information at a rate and a volume that we've never had before, right? It's literally at our fingertips. We can access all this information and it can be quite crippling when you have a lot of information, but you don't know who to trust with the source, right? Like there's all these bits of information coming in. But I find nowadays we skip the step of, hey, I've consumed all this media and information, but how does that integrate into my life? How does that feel for me? And how does it apply to my life and my business? Sometimes we don't take enough pause to actually integrate that in. And I think that's a very important step. And the third thing is keep your head down and trust the process. Like what you, what we mentioned before about connecting the dots, like I know in spite of whatever struggle I'm facing today, I will look back on this day in three months, six months, even if I remember this day, I probably won't remember this day, to be honest. It will, I'll know I've trusted the process. One, one routine that I've started doing for myself is if I'm extremely triggered or frustrated by something, I pop a note in my calendar three months from now and I'll write about what I was frustrated about. And almost every time I've opened up that calendar, I've either forgotten about it, that problem's been resolved, or there's something more aligned that has arrived in my life or on the way. So those are three things that I'd encourage women in a modern world because sometimes we don't have the resources or the teachings um, or the access to what we need to move forward. So they're three things that I find are really, really helpful. Yeah, I love all the three. And I love that you started with being kind to yourself because it's always that it starts with us, right? Um, because the journey will be uncertain. The journey will be, um, will have its ups and downs. It's just we what we all go through. But that's really life at the end of the day. I haven't looked back at my personal journey as well. And because of those things that maybe looked like, oh my God, the end of the world in the moment that it was happening, when you look back, it actually served you for something. So I love that you also mentioned to stay reflective in the process of growth and challenges that will come your way. Because when you look back, as you said, you know, you'll figure out that all those things were resolved and are not really the biggest deal in the world. And uh, unless you understand how to do this process organically and naturally with yourself, you know, it's so easy to just kind of get discouraged, lose sense of your purpose, you know, be like, what's the point, especially as you're putting in a lot of energy as an entrepreneur, and you're not always seeing a direct ROI based on your activities and the thing you're doing, because most of us are working, you know, I don't know, six months ahead or a year ahead or two or three, right? So once you understand and, and you get that experience, that reflecting back on some of those situations, that definitely helps you get perspective and to stay aligned in that journey so that you don't get discouraged, burned out, overwhelmed, all those things that we all could face so easily in this journey as well. Jeannie, you're, not, you're a successful entrepreneur and obviously you understand the power of creating systems around you and team, as you mentioned that you have mm -hmm. your team globally all around the world. What are some of those lessons that you have learned um, when you had that vision for moving beyond yourself as a solopreneur or the entrepreneur as you've gone to the next scalability steps of your business, meaning to start implementing systems that would streamline a lot of the processes in your day-to-day -day operations, but also be able to get support with teams that you can share with maybe another entrepreneur that is maybe at that growth phase and stage of mm -hmm. 
realigning their operations, you know, ensuring how to serve their clients in an efficient way so that they can, you know, scale with systems and team. Because those are, I always say, those are usually the next two things that will get us to the next level to create more impact and profit with our companies. What can you share with with our entrepreneurs based on what you have learned? Sure. So before remote work was cool, my t- my company was always 100% remote. We was we were doing that before the cool kids were doing it, Alona. So I was like, okay, cool. Before 2020 happened, uh, we were a fully remote team. One thing about team systems and processes, the first lesson that I learned, and it took me a couple of years, when you start your business, especially as a solopreneur or you're about to develop or you're, you've realized, okay, I actually need to scale this out and hire a team. One of the toughest lessons I learned in those first two years of business is accepting the fact that your team are not going to care or be as passionate about your business as you, and that is okay. I find that's a lot of frustration that comes up for entrepreneurs. They're like, why doesn't this person do this at 1 a.m.? Because it's not their business. And that's okay. That's actually healthy. Unless that employee or team member has equity in the business, what's their incentive to 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 do that, right? You've got to start thinking about it that way. And it's highly appropriate for that to be the case. So when I accepted, okay, such and such doesn't care as much as me, that's appropriate. The next question to ask is, do they care enough to maintain and sustain the quality of work that you would like in the company or the quality and standard of work that you set for the company? And if the answer is yes, leave them alone. They're doing their job, right? That was the one one thing for me that I found really um, kind of, it it took a while for me to digest. And once I got it, I'm like, this makes sense. So the acceptance of that, that's the first thing. The second thing is your team is everything, right? They're you at a scale. They'll be the face of the company representing you to customers, to vendors, whoever you work with, your stakeholders. If you can instill in them the values that you have for the company, or if they already embody them, that's a win-win. But that's when I hear stories about, you know, CEOs or business leaders treating their customers better than their team, you know, I kind of get a little bit, I feel a little bit sad for that too, because your team really are everything. And I wouldn't have the success that I do if it wasn't for my team. They're so reliable, they're so present, they show up, their quality of work, they're personable. So just know that your team are everything, like when it comes to keeping your business successful. And the third thing is ensure that you create a space for them to thrive creatively, emotionally. Um, They feel physically and and emotionally safe. I mean, we're a remote team. There's only so much control I have over their physical safety. But emotionally, I want everybody to know they have the space to share what they want to. They, They we're in the business being a media production company of helping people being seen and heard. I also need to embody that within my values and my company. I need to allow my team to be seen and heard, right? And even though what they say may not be easy for me to hear or may not be comfortable, that is a part of the journey, right? So those are the three things I would say um, would be helpful if you're in that growth phase of your business. A certain bit of acceptance goes a long way, Alona. I love that. Yeah, because I mean, it's just like anything in life. When we started our businesses, we had that vision or that calling or that itch or whatever. Right. Everybody articulates it differently. Um, And, you know, it was hard to kind of share that with maybe even our family or people that surrounded us. And I find it's the same with our companies as they grow and evolve. 
sometimes you know you will have that vision you'll have that inner calling and i guess our job is to improve our communication skills right so that we connect that mm-hmm. that's for our team and it's very healthy that our team has boundaries and i actually would say that that's a very healthy thing to create a culture that has those boundaries because if you're in the long-term uh, success and health of your team as well you don't want people to get burned out right i mean what's the point if someone's exactly. hyper productive for a month for you but then the next month obviously they uh they're struggling with, to get by or get overwhelmed or stressed out or you know they're not on top of their performance obviously it's because of uh those things that we are doing so we're always got to be very intuitive with our culture and our team as well to start implementing things that are going to personally and professionally encourage you know our team to be part of something that they love to be part of but also most importantly the mm. learning and growing and also allowing them the space to kind of define their own level of success within your own you know umbrella of company uh as i have that experience for working for someone else as well and also being in my own company but i love that you mentioned that because sometimes you know we we're so emotionally invested in our babies or businesses that we just think like the entire world can you know can feel <laughs> that and you know there's ways to communicate it of course and your energy is everything as we talked about actually when we first started this podcast but uh yeah i mean just show by example i find that honestly just like with anything if you want a certain thing to be implemented if you operate under certain values just be that person just be that person exactly and you know people will pick it up they'll get inspired without you even saying anything so you know exactly. just like parenting i've i've learned this you know many years down the line that it's not even anything we say it's about the example that we give and um you know just focus on yourself focus on your growth i think that will absolutely articulate back down to your company um genie of course i couldn't let you go without maybe sharing some of the processes or the way that you are helping your clients with your the podcast um growth and monetization strategies to be able to really use this powerful channel which is a great marketing channel but also a great service channel because through podcasting is how I got exposed to this whole entire world and now I am part of it so I I strongly believe that it's a very powerful way uh to share our messages and to be able to uh you know service other people that might need the support or the information that we might be putting together or you know as we put together this beautiful legacy product i call a podcasting legacy product and writing a book a legacy product because it leaves uh, it li- uh, lives beyond us absolutely it stays there and that's the yeah. knowledge documented in the journey and you just never know who's hearing you and who you are helping along the way so what is your process to help people with your media company grow their pod- start maybe or grow their podcast and also be able to um ensure that this product is almost you know out there in the world always growing and expanding just like our business sure um thanks for allowing me to share this alona so ginny media my podcast production house we do everything from podcast launching to podcast production to podcast growth so if you're looking to start a podcast or build a content channel for your business for your brand 
obviously we're in a world today where there's, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of communication out there. So communicating your business or creating a storytelling experience or creating a brand around what you do is really important. Um, it builds credibility. You know, you'll be highly ranked. You'll be able to, you know, access audiences worldwide. And not audiences may be ready. They may not all be ready to buy, but when they are ready to, you want them to think of you. And that's where podcasting or creating your own content um, comes in handy. So that's what we offer our clients. We uh, launch their podcasts. We um, produce their podcasts weekly or every other week for them, depending on what sort of cadence that they want. And we make sure that their product is high quality, consistent, and they have that vehicle to easily be able to create content without the worry of all the heavy lifting that comes with it. So we say to our clients, just show up, talk, be you, do what makes you, you and shine. Um, Cause that's what they do most. They know their brand, they know their business, they're a thought leader in their industry. And then we take care of the rest. So that's what we offer at Ginny Media. Yeah. Ah, it's powerful. The done for you piece that uh, so that you could stay within, you know, the thing that you love to do. I find that especially us in the service space or in the consulting coaching space, you know, we got into this because obviously we want to coach and want to help people with the thing we do. Right. And sometimes yeah. a lot of the other activities in our business, such as, you know, marketing, doing the back end stuff or all the stuff that we could potentially delegate is, is something that frustrates most of us. And that's the way to get more time back, right? Because then you get to focus yeah. more energy on the things that actually matter to you, depending on, again, your calling, vocation, experience, skills, gifts, all those things that usually align uh, along the journey. Well, thank you so much, Jeannie, for uh, everything you've shared so far. I really enjoyed our interview because you're so natural and authentic in the way that you're sharing your message. And I think there was a lot of value adds and nuggets for people listening to us that they'll be able to walk away with. Uh, before I actually close out our interview today, I have something that I do with my guests at the end, which is like a fill in the blanks exercise. So I'm going to give you yep. three uh, fill in the blank uh, sentences and then just tell me whatever comes up for you. Uh, right away sure. right away for each of these so uh the first one would be the biggest impact i want to create is allowing people a platform to be seen seen and heard powerful my best creative outlet is oh journaling mm. and i feel the most successful when this is going to sound really weird. When I spin around in my swivel chair, it just works for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. I did not expect that, but exactly. that is powerful. <laughs> freedom, right? Freedom, creativity. Yeah. When we let ourselves loose and we have fun, that's when the best freaking ideas come to us. So I love that. 100%. <laughs> And it's my own swivel chair. Like it's not part of an office. It's my own. So that's what makes it really exciting. Oh, <laughs> wow. Love that. Thank you so much, Jeannie, for everything you just shared. And where is it the audience can continue this conversation with you or find out more resources around the work you're doing out there? You can check out at GinnyMedia.com. Please send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, any ideas that you have about podcasting, um, please do say hello. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Alona. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for doing all this amazing work out there in the world, for coming here at the Life School uh, Masterclass Show to share your knowledge, expertise, and time with us. And beautiful luck to you with all the amazing things you're doing out there in the world. And keep shining. I always say that 
you know, people that are doing um, good and are very purpose-driven and they're doing it for the right reason will always be able to uh, create such a great impact to our society. So thank you again for joining and thank you for watching. Thank you so much for always supporting our show, sharing this with other purpose-driven entrepreneurs, subscribing, reviewing it, all the amazing things. I just want to remind you, if you haven't done so, please do so. It means a lot to me. And it's really the way that we help grow our podcast and share our impact and message with the world. Thank you again for joining us. And I will see you in another interview, another beautiful guest. Bye, everybody. Want to further invite you to explore the legacy products that I have created in order to help you build a legacy company and align your purpose with profit so that you can do more good in the world. I would invite you to check out my latest book, Visionary Purpose Driven Leadership, where you will find principles, tried and true principles on how to become a visionary purpose driven leader in your company and in your personal life so that you can align your purpose with profit, do more good in the world, but of course, create amazing impact and leave a lasting legacy for your company, your family, and for all your loved ones. The second book that I have created is called Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship. And in this book, I have included the fundamental pillars to growing a legacy company, which is your branding, marketing, sales systems, and teams. When you read the book, you'll connect all the dots between all those fundamental pillars while getting a lot of clarity around what is it that, where is it that you are in your business growth journey and what is what are those gaps that you might be experiencing in scaling your company. So that is the second book that I suggest uh, for you to add to your reading list. My first book is actually connecting the dots backwards and this is to really help you align your personal and professional purpose so that you can again do more good in the world and clarifying your life vision so that you can get that clarity that you need around your uh, values your vision and your mission so that you can start building something that means something to you but also more importantly is contributing to society as a whole so that's my first book and then for those of you that are high achievers high performance leaders and are always looking to optimize your time and increase your efficiency and your productivity you must grab the focus on purpose planner which i use daily uh, within the framework that i have created over my 20-year experience in managing a very high level business but also more importantly in really uh, instilling the discipline that you need so that you can execute on the most important priorities in your life and business with no overwhelm and with very high intentionality. And then lastly, I would like to introduce you to our magazine, The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Magazine, where we bring amazing purpose-driven entrepreneurs and CEOs and they get to share their legacy, their life's work with you, while of course adding tons of value to you with lots of great information and methodologies that will help you, again, align your purpose with profit, and also most importantly, walk away with implementable strategies so that you can always evolve, learn, grow, expand, and the more you expand, the more, of course, you get to do um, beautiful magic out there in the world. 
to be able to find all my books, um, you check out the website that I've hosted or I have included, I guess, all these legacy products inside, which is right in, underneath the screen, uh, alonalaparicoaching.com slash alonasbooks.html at the last part, because otherwise it'll give you an error message. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Leave me a review and let me know the impact that these books have created for you personally and professionally. Thank you so much. And I'll see you with another episode.